Hello, everyone. Welcome to a bonus episode of the productivity tip of the day. This is the lessons learned episode. This is everyone's favorite episode. And I know that because season one, it was the most listened to episode by a landslide. Everybody loves lessons learned. They love knowing the behind the scenes of what goes on in the show. And so I'm going to go ahead and share that with you. I'm going to talk about the tools. I'm going to talk about the process. I'm going to talk about what went well, what didn't go well. I'm going to give you some other fun facts and I'll give you a teaser into what my thoughts are for season three. So you have something to look forward to in 2020, of course, because there's not already a bunch of amazing things for you to look forward to next year, right? All right, so let's jump into it. Um, Not much has changed in terms of the tools that I used for season two from season one. I still have super high quality, awesome technology. Um, For those of you who like uh, to know what that equipment is, um, I use a uh, Zenix 802 mixer. I use a Zoom H6 recorder, and this is a Shure microphone that I'm speaking on today. I don't know the brand of this arm, but it's pretty snazzy. It's attached to my desk, which moves up and down. I told you all about my furniture uh, this season because I got um, a new setup. There's my treadmill uh, for my little treadmill desk setup. Lots of fun things. Obviously, I did not do any of that uh, while reporting recording the podcast, but having the studio set up work in my current environment. So it was a seamless experience to just like go live and get this recorded uh, really made things a lot easier for me. Um, I do record this live, so there is no formal intro or outro. I don't do any video editing afterwards or uh, audio editing uh, for the podcast at all. Um, it just is a very smooth process. I will walk you through that super quickly and then we'll go into the pros and cons of season two. So the process for me was, um, I think it's time to do a podcast. Let's go ahead and record it. And I would open up my Trello board for this uh, podcast, the Productivity Tip of the Day Trello board. Of course, I use Trello to organize this. Absolutely. It's my project planner. And I would go ahead and create a new card for the episode and I would put in the description. I would figure out what the tip is, but that's pretty much it. As opposed to season one, I didn't really script things out. I didn't really plan too far ahead. Some of the series I did plan ahead, like for the lunch break series and how I get things done series, I did do a little bit of planning because, you know, I obviously wanted to see how many episodes this was going to take to get through the series. But for the most part, um, all the other episodes, I just did what felt right that day. And I think that was a really good choice uh, in terms of what went well. Um, So once I had made that decision, I'd go ahead and open my Facebook uh, page and I would go live there. Um, And as I was going live, once that countdown got to zero, it goes three, two, one, zero, and I was live on Facebook, I would go ahead and click record on my Zoom recorder. 
and it would record the audio separately. Now, if for some reason something were to happen with my recording device, um, it happened once uh, in season one, um, it's okay because I can pull the audio from the video that I recorded on Facebook. So this kind of does like a little backup service for me. So I never freak out if the battery dies, for example, in my recorder because I didn't change it. Because my episodes are so small that I feel weird about changing them um, every episode. Um, I don't know why I would be weird about that because I use rechargeable batteries and I could just recharge them and it's not like it's waste, but um, I still, yeah, I still haven't learned that lesson, but I promise to change the batteries every season <laughs> so that you have uh, better quality audio, at least, um, since I'm not editing it. So then I would record the tip, I would talk and, and tell you guys all these awesome things about productivity, right? And then after I was done, I would end the live and then I would end the recording um, on the Zoom recorder and it would be post-production time. Um, and that was a really smooth process. I would pull the memory card from the Zoom recorder. I'd put it right in my laptop. It travels a whole two feet. And, <laughs> and then I would go ahead and get that downloaded from the memory card um, into my Google Drive. Um, while that was happening, I was also downloading the video from uh, Facebook. I'm always surprised that the video is uh, so available like almost immediately after recording um, because you know typically with video processing even just uploading something on YouTube just takes a while but as soon as I'm done with this live the video will be ready and I can download it from uh, Facebook and then I will upload that into my Google Drive because that's my home base that's where I back up things um, so that's where all files go <laughs> um, before they go anywhere else. So once they were all done, I would rename them. I would reformat my memory card, put it back into the recorder so it's ready for the next episode. And then I would go ahead and um, take the file. There's an audio file and a video file, and I would upload them to the appropriate places. So the audio goes to my podcast platform, which is Anchor, which is free. You should check it out, guys. Everyone can have a podcast with Anchor. You can um, upload your audio there and um, start letting that load. Um, and then I would go into YouTube. I would upload that video and start letting that load. And then I would go to my website because I make a web page for every single episode. And I would go ahead and clone the last episode's uh, podcast page so that, you know, don't want to reinvent the wheel. So I could edit the title of that, um, change that, and then I could embed the video and I embedded um, the podcast into my webpage. I made the decision to use Spotify as the podcast platform that I would um, put on the webpage. I'm on like nine or 10 podcast platforms, but I found that Spotify's player was the most attractive. And so I really enjoyed it. So, um, and I listen to Spotify um, often. So I use that as my choice. That doesn't mean that's the only podcast platform that you can listen on. It's just the one that um, I like to embed on um, so that you can play it right from the website. And then of course I link all of the other places that you can listen to the productivity tip of the day there as well. Um, so yeah, that was that process. So that gets everything going, you know, like I'm multitasking, trying to be as efficient as possible. And yes, there is a procedure about this. Every single step of this, I do not waste any clicks, that's for sure. Um, so once everything is loaded, 
I'll finalize the description and um, uh, all of the little details for the podcast platform. Save that. Get that going. Then I'm done with the podcast. Um, then I go to YouTube. I pick the thumbnail that looks the best. <laughs> Apparently, I um, I use my hands a lot. You'll see a lot of the stills of the thumbnails will be like me just like putting my hands up or just like one hand. Um, so I find that really entertaining, um, trying to choose a thumbnail option. Um, and then I uh, would get that going. That's all done. And then I would take the embed code, like I said, put it on the web um, website. And then I would also do a little bit of social media promo. Um, obviously, it's already on Facebook, and I do share on uh, my Facebook profile what I recorded on my Facebook page. I also share with my group, the Productivity Tip of the Day community, um, so that they have access to it right in the group. Some people find it easier to go there for all their content than to a business page like mine which is fine. So all of that is done. And then I also do my LinkedIn page, which is also shared on my LinkedIn profile. And then Twitter, because why not? I'm on it. So might as well put it up there. Um, then, uh, yeah, then I would wait. Uh, the longest task actually is waiting for Spotify to receive the podcast. Although lately it's been super quick and I wonder why that is. Maybe something's going on in the back end that I don't know about, but it's been super quick about p pulling that. So once that is um, up on Spotify, then I would go ahead and finish off my webpage, save it, and make a um, I would actually do a screenshot of my the top fold of my webpage, and I make that the little icon on my um, productivity web page. So I have one um, web page that has all of the episodes for productivity tip of the day, season one and two, and then you can click on these little stills that will go into those episodes, and um, you can watch them or listen to them. And that is my entire process, guys. Wow, that was uh, that was a lot more than I thought it would be, but I've optimized it super well. And I never spent more than like uh, 45 minutes to an hour from the beginning of recording to the end of production. And usually those last 10 to 15 minutes are just me waiting for things to upload. Um, so it wasn't like passive um, it wasn't like active time. I mean, it was uh, like a passive waiting uh, for things. So that is my entire process. Let's go into what went well and what didn't go well this season. So things that went well, um, I feel like my post-production process really excelled this season. Um, one of the reasons why is because I stripped off so many things. And because I did the podcast less frequently. Uh, season one, as you may remember, was daily um, on weekdays, whereas season two was only twice a week. So doing it less often is less, uh, less work, but also doing less um, post-production in general um, was less. So what was missing in that entire process that I had in season one? Well, I did a lot more promotion in season one. <clears throat> on all sorts of other social media platforms. And I also did um, transcripts. I would order transcripts from rev.com and then I would use those transcripts in my webpage and I would edit that 
I don't have any transcripts uh, for season two. Um, and I would also take that transcript and turn them into captions and I would put them on the YouTube videos. So none of those are captioned. Although, you know, YouTube like does uh, captioning automatically. It's probably super awful and that would be a fun game actually to watch my videos with the YouTube generated captions to see what uh, YouTube thought I said. That would be fun. Um, but yeah, so I did not do any of that simply because it was an ex such an added cost in season one. I didn't really want to deal with that expense. And when I made the decision to just like jump into season two, I had not budgeted for that. So I would just, uh, I just decided to wipe that from, uh, season two's process. So I think that went well because of how much less, uh, work involved, uh, since I have not hired an assistant yet. Um, the other thing that I thought went well is um, the series. I really thought that uh, having different like topics to keep talking about on a series was really good instead of like making the whole season its own series or um, just everything being ad hoc. I kind of liked having a couple of episodes all being series. And I think you guys did too, um, especially with the lunch break series. Um, and also I just ended season two with the how I get things done series where I walked you through how I get things done. So let's talk about what didn't go well. Um, well, because um, I was doing less post-production and uh, also trying to save money without having a transcript or captions. That's a really bad SEO strategy. So if any of you know like, um, you know, business like uh, SEO strategy, you probably were cringing when I was talking about that because it's an awful idea. You want uh, your keywords and your transcript to be on your webpage somewhere. Um, it's really good for accessibility and I, I'm all about accessibility. I think it's really important. So by not having, um, my transcript or my captions on those things, I did not have, um, a very accessible, um, or SEO optimized, I guess that's repetitive, um, <laughs> web page. Um, so that didn't go well. Um, I also... I don't know if you guys knew this unless you were on Instagram and saw this, but the first couple of episodes of season two were also streamed live on Instagram because I thought, hey, here's my phone. Like, why not use it? I have it. And so I propped it up and I would go on Instagram live at the same time that I would go on Facebook live. And so I did that for a couple of episodes and people watched sometimes uh, live, which is great, or even after the fact, because you can save your lives on Instagram and it'll be there for 24 hours. So yeah, I was like, why not? Let's go ahead and do that. The reason I ended up quitting was because I really didn't like the angle. And I know that sounds probably a little vain, but it just seemed like really poor quality because I would never actually make eye contact to that Instagram live. And in terms of the way um, content is made on Instagram, it just is not the kind of content that would be on Instagram if you're not like talking directly to your audience um, and making eye contact uh, <laughs> in that virtual environment. So I decided um, a couple of episodes in to just stop doing it on Instagram live. Um, so I may have lost some followers with that, um, but I feel like I'm in so many um, other platforms that people can find me, um, even if it's not on Instagram. 
Uh, let's see. What else didn't go well? Well, while I think going spontaneous went super well, um, as opposed to scripted, like I was super scripted at the beginning of season one and towards the end of season one, I was like less scripted. I had talking points though. In season two, I like didn't have any of that. I pretty much had the tip, the title that I was going to have, but that was it. Um, and so what didn't go well with that was that I didn't have a plan for the episode and I didn't have a call to action um, on most episodes, which if you listen to any podcast, there's usually some sort of advertising or a call to action or something that you're asking your listeners or viewers to do. And I didn't have that very often just because I was in the moment. I was sharing a tip. So while I think there are a lot of pros to that, I think in terms of business strategy, um, I could have done a better job um, with calls to action. So that was uh, what didn't go well. Um, yeah, and then the last thing, and I might have already mentioned this, but because of my spontaneous energy, because it wasn't scripted and I wasn't like calmly reading something or anything like that, um, my voice probably sounded all crazy on the mic um, because, you know, lots of energy, lots of air coming out of my mouth. Um, the sound quality was probably a little shakier than season one, especially because I don't edit the audio or um, video. I could, though. All right, some other fun facts in case you're interested because I look at this stuff anyways, so I might as well share it with you guys. The most popular episode um, on season two so far as at the time of this recording was um, season two, episode 12, Extreme Time Blocking. You guys loved hearing about how I manage my time, which I love because it's literally my favorite topic and I think I mentioned that on that episode. So it probably came across how much I love it, but also super cool that people liked listening um, to it. And so we got the most listens on podcasts for that episode. Um, and then the most popular episode on YouTube was my very first episode, which is the AM PM rule. And for those of you who don't know what that is, go check out Season two, episode one, the AMPM rule. It is a classic tip that I give all the time. So check that out. All right. So that's everything. And I'm going to now jump into uh, season three thoughts because obviously this is the end of season two. We're going to take a break for the holidays and we're going to gear up for some really big things. I've got lots of awesome stuff in the works. I just met with my business coach today, which was the most amazing um, experience ever. Uh, if you guys don't have a business coach, you guys got to get yourself a coach on anything that you're working on, whether you're an entrepreneur or you're in a career I just, a coach is everything. And um, so I was just talking with her and, and working through what um, what 2020 is going to look like. And of course, there will be a season three. There will be productivity tip of the day. That is not going away. That is just going to ramp up and be um, super wonderful for all of you. Um, I'm going to give you guys a ton more value, a ton more tips, and by special request, because everyone keeps asking me about Inbox Zero, I'm going to dive in deep into Inbox Zero, guys. I'm going to tell you how to get to Inbox Zero in all your platforms, and it's going to be amazing, and you're going to be so happy, and you're going to be like, 
you know, building routines that like make your life super productive. And I'm so glad that I can be there for you. So I promise you those episodes are coming um, by request. Absolutely. Season three, get ready to get your inboxes into shape because I'm going to help you. And also, I have hinted to the uh, to this uh, several episodes ago, there will be a virtual assistant focus. So I'm creating a bunch of super awesome, amazing things for virtual assistants. So it's on my top of mind. And since I am a virtual assistant, I think it makes a lot of sense. So if you're not a virtual assistant, please keep listening. You're going to get a lot out of this because we're rock stars when it comes to productivity. Virtual assistants uh, do uh, incredible things and make your business operations amazing. Um, and your life amazing. Um, so even if you're not a virtual assistant, you could get a lot out of this because you'll see all of the magic behind the scenes. But if you also know some virtual assistants, share this um, podcast with them and let them know that I've got some awesome things coming up, um, especially for those of you who have asked to hire me. I have gotten some job solicitations. Uh, thank you guys so much. Um, however, I will not be taking any more assistant gigs for um, a regular, you know, like hourly work. But I will train virtual assistants for you. So if you want somebody who uh, rocks operations like I do, um, you're going to want to hire the virtual assistants that learn from me, right? So go ahead and send them my way. I will train them. I will make them awesome. And um, here's the here's the thing, though. They're already awesome. And they're just going to amplify their productivity and their systems uh, when I teach them everything. So... That's what I'm looking forward to in season three. I hope you will as well. And I hope you guys enjoyed the lessons learned uh, episode. This is uh, that, that special bonus episode. I hope you all are setting resolutions. I know there's like two very strong camps when it comes to 2020. Those who make resolutions and those who don't. Um, and I'm obviously the kind who do. Not formal resolutions. I don't call them resolutions. But, I mean, I always have goals. I'm always pursuing something. So, absolutely, I'm going to have resolutions if you ask me. Um, so, yeah, I hope you guys are making them. I hope you take some time, too. If you miss me uh, during the holiday break or <laughs> into January, just make some goals and get things done and be productive and then uh then I'll help you amplify those results when I come back so have a wonderful holiday season and a fantastic 2020 I will see you next year goodbye